0: hello there you're listening to the watson's daily podcast with me peter watson on thursday the 7th of april today i'm joined by agatha domanska who is a watson's daily ambassador hi there agatha how are you doing today
1: hi peter all good how are you doing
0: yeah, very well, thank you. Um, so, which story did you find most interesting from today's Watson's Daily?
1: Uh, so, today I wanted to talk about down yeah. and how will it affect the global trade in so many different aspects, as yep. Financial Times claimed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's definitely going on in different aspects. And mm-hmm. first thing is that China actually still sticks to its zero COVID policy, where most of the countries already dropped it. Uh, Best example, Australia, which kept it really long, but then decided to eat it a little bit and more of a live with COVID kind of approach. So. In China, they still control and they're trying to use suppression and they use all of the contact tracing, mass testing, quarantines for mm-hmm. borders and lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and they imposed it in Shanghai recently, even yeah. though they were one hundred percent sure that it will never happen again and they won't allow it, as they thought that it will have like too much of an impact. Yeah. Um. So it's you can see like how how fast things are changing literally Mm -hmm. 26th of March we're not doing it a week Mm -hmm. later 100% lockdown in Shanghai Um, Mm -hmm. so that shows like how much COVID has implication up to this day even after two years like here we're not really doing uh lockdowns anymore yeah uh, and we kind of decided to live with covid and mm-hmm. just accept it as it is doing mm-hmm. just a uh, personal quarantines and um, so that's definitely a change uh, to hear that somewhere they're still in place mm-hmm. um for second thing is that in shanghai they have almost twenty thousand new cases daily mm-hmm. um, seems like a lot for a city but then we're thinking it's a 26 million city Mm -hmm. so is it actually that much to impose a full lockdown Mm. um personally i'm not so sure but what if it's like still under tested and maybe they have way more cases than actually Mm. twenty thousand? that Mm -hmm. that is a possibility especially with uh china reporting it Mm -hmm. might actually be a case Mm -hmm. um so um with uh, this in mind, uh, we have to see how actually it looks for local people. They're mm. not allowed to move whenever it's not a complete emergency. Yeah. There's no allowance for having deliveries, they they just can't do anything. Mm. We've seen those like um scary photos from the first lockdown in yeah. China where they yeah. actually like looted the door so people weren't even able to go out. Now yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah. fine situation and yeah. they're just getting uh, penalties. Yeah. Um, however, still it is really enforced. Some people went like to prison because of the way how they treated lockdown and their repercussions. So yeah. uh, it is still really severe. Mm. Um, and with that, the opening Shanghai, mm might be again of a situation which already happened yeah basically like um china had its lockdown before and when it reopened it was a mess not only in china but also in the outside world. they mm. tried to get all of those deliveries uh, out all of the cargo transport they weren't able to meet any deadlines and fulfill any contracts mm. um so maybe reopening shanghai will be more problematic than actual state of affairs where we just have to wait mm. for some stuff because we accept it and try to look for other sources um and where we can actually find uh, those raw materials and other stuff we're getting from china rather than thinking is it going to happen next day because it's not looking like it and the lockdown might be actually extended to the provinces which are next to shanghai as they're working in this local system where actually if there's um active tracing and people are getting infected by each other the other provinces are getting under the lockdown as Mm. well Mm -hmm. um and the last thing for it is how shanghai is doing one of the most expert in the entire world uh especially um with cargo and ship transport Mm. the port of shanghai is one it's basically the biggest one in terms of uh how much they actually convey yeah Uh, for over a decade now it's like 12 years when we're top one leader Mm. and and it is really um interesting to see how it is look looking on a map of china because uh the port in shanghai is um Located in the um, delta of Yangtze River, Mm -hmm. and um, all of the transports from which are in from cities which are by the Yangtze River are going through it to Shanghai. And all of those um, transportations are currently postponed or trying to go into alternative roads. However, it's way more difficult, and they're not able, they don't have that much capacity to actually. Mm move it to those places which means that loads of things are postponed and here we have to look at what exactly is postponed things like coal metal ores petroleum products steel machinery and equipment so many construction works are getting stopped not only in china but outside. So even though in Europe, we're trying to have this approach, like, oh, we're easing everything. Most of the countries are easing completely lockdown restriction in May or June. Mm. And now they're having almost none or just not severe ones. Mm. We won't be really going back with our full economy growth, which would be possible with that because we have to wait for certain raw materials and equipment from China. And there's no other country right now which would be able uh, to provide it. And uh, with that in mind, I would also like to link it with our current global problem uh, where we have um, Russian-Ukrainian war. Mm. And China might have been the only country which actually is big enough would be and would be able to... Um, help Russia mm-hmm. with um, deliveries of different items and raw materials um, with their lockdowns and current situation even though they might have thought that they will actually help they can be stopped and mm. not really able to help them in any way mm. which can put A conflict into perspective and some actions might be changed due to it Mm. so i'd say that small in theory small lockdown of one city Mm. will have a huge implication not only like in this week or so but i would say it's going to be over a longer period probably till summer because this whole suppression will Take time to actually go back to normal measures.
0: Hmm. I mean, I think I agree with you there. I mean, I look, you know, I think you've made a lot of excellent points there. Um, I think we'll just take the most recent one first. I mean, when we've seen um, what happens when ports are disrupted, Um, most, you know, so I mean, there was the obviously there was the the Suez blockage, which God seems like 10 years ago now, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, And the problem was. With that, was it meant that um, you know the wrong ships were in the wrong place and the wrong stuff was in the wrong place, and it took ages for it to actually. It, although that blockage went on for about a week, um, it took months for it to get back to normal again. So clearly, we don't know at the moment. At the, we ju- we we don't realise at the moment um, what is actually going on. Um, in terms of um, uh, we, yeah, you know, we don't know. We don't know what what the case is going to be in future uh, about this. Um, Even because...
1: the obstruction last year, which yeah. was like just like a few days, I think it yeah. was like just under a week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It had like a severe com- uh, com- um, consequences. Yeah, the blockage of Suez Canal when the ship was slightly <laughs> moved to a side and didn't mm. fit into it.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing. We don't know how long this is going to go on for. So, um, you know, there's this blockade. If it goes on for a very long time, that will have very serious implications. The other thing as well is I do think that with with regard to Shanghai, um, obviously, yes, yeah, the world's biggest port. Um, also, China is, I guess, um, you know, fr- um, Russia's best friend at the moment. And although, obviously, China is supporting um uh, Russia you know generally um in a in a way you could say that this what this might do uh depending on how much stuff they they get from Shanghai to um uh to Russia um is that this is in effect a, a, a kind of sanction really you know because obviously lots of um companies and governments are Cutting uh, uh, Russia out of things, uh, in effect, this, the effect of this, although this isn't a sanction in itself, the effects of it could be quite, you know, similarly or similarly disruptive. So, um, it, it, you know, I think it will have implications on Russia. Um, I think that it will have, but it will have much broader implications as well. And I don't think that we're going to know that and for the, until another week or so, because I don't know how you know, where everything is and if it's if it's across the boards, all the stuff that's stuck there, um, or whether it's, say, specific types of machinery or something like that. But, you know, I mean, it's not great. Um, the other thing as well is it really does sound really serious. I mean, this, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, people, companies are asking their staff to stay in their uh, offices, so they're sleeping in their offices. Um, I mean, this is extreme you know, extreme stuff. Um, and uh, this is the worst COVID outbreak um, since the initial one in Wuhan. So, I mean, that that's the thing. Just to put it into context, it is very serious. Plus, it will have um, global implications. At the moment, it seems to have local implications, but I would argue it will have implications on Russia, but also, ultimately, it will uh, on the rest of the world, especially dep- if it goes on for a very long time.
1: Mm-hmm. i would say not even long time but if it goes for two weeks three mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. that's really long time for a port to be blocked yeah and exactly that, especially well,
0: especially that one
1: <laughs> especially yeah, that definitely. one yeah.
0: so yes but um but there you go so um well, well i guess we'll move on to um the story i i'm um you know i i picked out for today which is all about cars uh and in the UK and specifically secondhand cars. So um, it's really all about whether the, 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 I suppose the question here is, what is going to happen with car uh, used car prices? Because the story in here is talking about Lookers, which is a big car dealership in the UK. Mm -hmm. They are pointing out that the company has, um, so they've they've made up for all their losses uh, that they had in 2020, um, they had records um, results last year. They are bullish about um, the prospects from now on. Uh, and they say that they feel that um, the lack of new cars is going to keep the prices of used cars supported. So they're quite relaxed about things going forward. Now, in my in my opinion, um, I think that they are like the um, uh, companies like TUI and uh, uh, airlines like Ryanair and things. I think they're being too optimistic about the prospects for the rest of the year. Um, the reason why is because I feel that um, is is that I feel that we're only just starting to pay these much higher prices for food, for energy bills. For all this kind of thing so we're just starting to do it and we're already thinking oh this is expensive this hurts um once you yeah. give that another three four five months i think that the picture is going to look quite different and people are just going to be reigning in the spending um, and as a result of that i think generally speaking your um uh your biggest out uh, your biggest um Uh, outlays in terms of money tends to be property and then it's car is is the next is usually the next thing for most people and i think that uh, i mean a property you know is you need that and obviously everyone will spend a lot of time thinking about it um a vehicle is if you've not already got one obviously you, you need one but if you've already got one i think that the i really think that the temptation or the tendency here is going to be that people just keep their existing vehicle and keep it for longer and i'm sure i've said this quite a, a few times recently that my my fear on the car front is that people are going to go well i'd like to buy an electric vehicle i don't think there are enough charges so and they are expensive so I'm thinking of, I oh, we'll wait until they come ch- become cheaper and that when there are more charges. Mm-hmm. And so in the interim, I'm not going to buy anything else. I'm just going to stick with what I've got. And I think the risk there is, is that people will stick with, with what they've got. There won't be that many cars going onto the, onto the market. And then suddenly, when, say, things get a bit better, the market is going to be flooded with used cars, which will drive down the price. Um, of those cars and they aren't going to do so well so I mean I know that sounds downbeat but I just feel that they are being too optimistic but I don't know what What do you reckon
1: yeah I would agree also some people decided to go with the second-hand cars only mm. because the new cars weren't available yeah. and That was because of shortages with um, raw materials and stopping productions due to COVID. Mm. So I think that the surge in buying second-hand cars is only temporary Mm. and it won't really be happening for a very long time. Maybe till the end of the year, we'll see how the situation goes with uh, COVID and um, are there going to be any kind of restrictions? Uh, Mm -hmm. Will we have problems with raw materials? Is there going to? Collation in international conflicts, mm. but other than that, I would say that it's just for This time and it will definitely change also um, When we looked at uh, share prices um, in the article you linked in Watson's daily mm-hmm. only two out of five are actually Rising and mm. the majority is um, underperforming yeah Um. So basically, even though it seemed like um, nice and positive for lookers, it doesn't really mean that the whole industry is doing so well. Mm. Um, Mm. Also sharing that um, the industries which are having actual stores are doing much better than the online ones as people Mm. like to go and actually look at the cars before they buy them. It also reminds me of going to actual dealership. Yeah. Uh, so if those are actual trends, then it shows that people miss this experience mm. and probably as soon as it will go back to normal, mm. if so, they will prefer the new cars or just wait, as you said, mm. as it's not really the first thing we need. And some people prefer to stick with their old cars as we don't mm. really know what are going to be the new restrictions like within the city, how yeah. clean the car has to be. I think it might change a lot, especially now, Mm. uh, as people had more time to sit in their homes and think more about what they're doing. Mm. So they might prefer maybe not complete EV, but maybe something which is really green and they think they're not doing too bad to the environment. Or even just public transport. Mm. And now in the summer, loads of people are going switch to cycling or Mm. just walking. It yeah. has been a big trend last year, especially in London, mm. how people decided to ditch the cars completely. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a good trend for the planet. So we'll see how it
0: goes with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there we go. Um, we have, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we'll, we'll leave it there for today's podcast. Um, we have solved uh, a few of uh some of the world's issues uh, at the moment um and uh, yeah so um just to say um i we well, we won't be doing the podcast tomorrow um because i've said i'm uh, taking my eldest son into hospital for an operation so but we will be back again um uh, the podcast will be back again um uh, subsequent to that um and uh, yeah just like to say thank you very much agatha for your uh, insight and thoughts um this so far this week
1: Thank you so much. It no was problem. a pleasure
0: being here. Not a problem, not a problem. And uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, all the listeners, for listening in. Um, and uh, like I say, actually, if you are subscribing to Watson's Daily, uh, again, I won't be doing tomorrow's edition because, like I said, this operation starts at 7.30 in the morning. So uh, I can't, I won't be able to do it. Uh, so anyway, thank you very much indeed. Have a great day. And uh, we'll be back again uh, very soon. Many thanks. Bye. Hi